everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. Today's episode, I am reading some AI-generated short stories, completely random, um, and just for fun. <laughs> I've already done one episode where I um, got a little AI generator to come up with various short stories and poems and song lyrics and I've definitely been on this like AI generating tool uh, like Bender you know I find it to be equal parts interesting and um, scary and funny at the same time because some of it is quite good and intuitive what it's able to produce but then sometimes it creates things that are so strange and have nothing to do with you know your intention so yeah i mean these are just like i said random generate short stories you certainly don't have to listen to the other episode for this one to make sense because frankly none of it makes sense um this time i don't even have titles for the works the only thing i fed into the um generator was the opening line if it would open here we go so so yeah the opening line I went with here was a girl sat in her rowboat enjoying a peaceful day at sea and then I basically just had the tool start to randomize and generalize the story generate story not generalize So, here we go. I have not read this. I like to make it a bit of a secret for me, too. A girl sat in her rowboat, enjoying a peaceful day at sea. She sat in her rowboat, thinking about the peaceful waters and the beautiful weather. A white bird flew past her, and the girl smiled. This is what she loved, being out in the water with no one to bother her. It was so quiet, except for the birds chirping and the wind blowing through her hair. She sighed happily as she looked around at the ocean, which was covered by an azure blue sky. The sun had just begun to set over the horizon line. As she sat there, a boy walked up to a rowboat. He seemed nervous, but he didn't look scared of the girl. Instead, she thought that his face looked familiar, as if he knew her somehow. He approached the girl's boat and sat down right next to her. He put his hand in his pockets nervously, as if they were full of something. My name is Zay, the boy said. I know you from somewhere. The girl smiled politely. You seem so familiar. Do I know you from somewhere, Zay? She replied. Zay shook his head and then took off his hat, revealing his long, blonde hair. No, I don't think so, but I do feel like we've met before. The girl laughed. She lunged to a side of the rowboat and made a gesture for the boy to sit on the opposite side of her rowboat, making it clear she was offering him an opportunity to enjoy the water with her. They began to row in unison.
So where are you headed, Zay? The girl asked. Zay shook his head again, still not really sure where they had bumped into each other. How should I know? I'm just here for a short time. He shrugged his shoulders. The girl was silent. This guy wasn't making any sense. He hadn't even introduced himself yet. <laughs> just a temporary pause. Obviously, this is like the kind of stuff that I love about these AI generating tools. <laughs> because she's in the rowboat, and then the story goes, he walks up to the rowboat, presumably. You know, she's already out in the water. So I guess he walked on the water to get to her. He says that he, she, she looks familiar. She looks familiar. They introduce each other, and then three lines later, it's, what's up with this guy? He never introduced himself. So It's just like gold. I don't know. I love it. So anyway, I continue. Okay, yeah. I'll start with the previous line. The girl was silent. This guy wasn't making any sense. He hadn't even introduced himself yet. Yeah, you're right. My name is Zay. And you are? He asked. The girl laughed again. I'm sorry, Zay. I didn't mean to laugh at your joke. I'm not going anywhere. It was clear that Zay had short-term memory. It didn't bother our protagonist. She hoped by showing Zay how beautiful the weather and water was, his memory would improve. I'm taking a bit of a break from my studies. I guess you could say that I'm on vacation right now. Zay nodded. That makes sense. What kind of things do you study? Our protagonist explained the basics of what she studied. She talked about physics and chemistry and how they apply to everyday life. She showed the boy some examples of equations and diagrams. Zay listened intently, nodding along. He seemed surprised when he learned how much mathematics went into the sciences. Oh yeah, you're definitely studying something interesting, Zay said enthusiastically. Yes, it's very rewarding to learn new things every day. My name is Nina. She smiled as she looked Zay in the eyes. My favorite thing ever is to row into peaceful waters like today and enjoy the scenery. I see so many beautiful things while I'm out in the water. It's the most relaxing and enjoyable activity you can take part in. Zay smiled. Thank you. I'm glad to hear you say that. I've never seen anything quite like this place before. Nina pointed towards the sunset. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? I love the way the sky turns different colors during every season of the year. Yeah, I can tell you really love nature. That's why I thought you'd be happy to meet me. We have a lot in common, Zay said as he pulled his hands out of his pocket. Nina laughed. Well, maybe we do. I'm curious about you, though. Why did you approach me? Zay smiled. I was wondering if you wanted to go for a walk. I saw you sitting in that rowboat and felt like you needed company. Zay was harmless and very charming. It's clear he wanted to enjoy the day, just like Nina did. Nina was happy that Zay approached her. It was clear he enjoyed rowing the boat as much as she did. Sure, let's go for a walk, Nina agreed. They both got out of their boats. Yeah. 
They both got out of their boats and started to walk down the beach. Zay was so cute and Nina wondered why someone like him wasn't already taken. But that's not the point of the story. The story is about love, yes, but primarily about the love of hobbies. Our story continues. Zay and Nina walked down the beach, admiring the beautiful view. Zay wondered, hey, do you want to go surfing? Huh? Yeah, sure, Nina answered happily. Zay invited Nina to select a wetsuit to her, for her to surf in. After selecting their wetsuits, they then selected their surfboards. But there were so many surfboards to choose from. There were different types, styles, and sizes. How does one know which board is best? I think I'll stick with the beginner boards, Nina suggested. Nina and Zay decided to purchase two of the beginner boards and headed back to the beach. The plan was to work out their surfing together. Zay and Nina both started to practice, but after only a few minutes, Zay's board hit a large wave and flipped over. Nina was worried that Zay had injured himself, but immediately, as the thought crossed her mind, Zay's head popped out of the water, laughing as if nothing had happened. He wanted to catch another big wave. Nina decided to give it a shot. She grabbed onto the board and she stood out on top of the water, waiting for the perfect moment to let go. The waves were calm and gentle. She found the right spot and suddenly she was standing on top of the water, ready to ride the next big wave. She pushed her feet back against the bottom of the board and jumped. The wave picked her up and carried her high above the surface of the water. She was surfing. She had always relied on her rowboat to get on the water. She never thought that she would try surfing. She couldn't believe how much fun she was having riding the waves. Zay was so proud of his new friend, her abilities to pick up the skills so quickly. Zay was amazed at what a natural she was. After a while, Zay realized he had to return to his hotel. But Nina felt like she could keep practicing. She wanted to spend more time at the beach with Zay. Let's go to the next beach. There's several beaches near here, Nina suggested. Okay, Zay agreed. Nina and Zay kept practicing and became very skilled surfers. They shared a passion for surfing, and it was clear they were both enjoying themselves. Nina was a world-class water polo player. Zay didn't know that when they first met. Nina wanted to test Zay's water polo skills and invited him to join her for water, water polo practice with her team the next morning. Zay agreed, happy to try his hand at water polo. Nina gave the exact address of the practice and told him to get to practice at 8 a.m. sharp. Zay arrived early. He walked into the boys' locker room and waited for Nina to appear. Finally, he saw Nina and the rest of the team warming up in the pool. Zay smiled as he watched them stretch out in the warm water. He was nervous, but happy to try a new sport. Don't think this will be easy just because it's a girls' team, Zay, said Nina. 
we are the best under 23 water polo team in the entire world. Zay got nervous. I, I, uh, I think I'm going to pass. Nina laughed. You can't. You're not allowed to skip practice. Zay tried to explain himself. I, I don't want to interrupt your flow of practice, Nina. Plus, no one knows me. Nina immediately introduced and described her teammates to Zay. There's Lucas, who plays goalie. He's a great guy and always helps the rookies like you to improve their play. His name is Lucas. Zay nodded politely. Then there's Josh, who is our star center player. Our best player, her name is Zara. Or Zara. Yeah, Zara with a Z. <laughs> like the clothing store. Yes, that's my story. <laughs> After getting to know some of the water polo players, Zay noticed the head coach standing in a corner of the pool. Excuse me, coach. I was hoping I could join you guys for practice today. I'm new in town, and I'd like to show my support to a local team, Zay said respectfully. Sure, kid, said the tall, lanky coach. My name is Coach Pratt. I've been coaching water polo for over 40 years. Nina mentioned to Zay the day before how Coach Pratt was considered to be the greatest water polo player that ever lived. He played his professional career starting at the age of 13. Wow, can't wait to watch you play, said Zay. You know, I'm the only person in history that has won nine consecutive national championships, boasted Coach Pratt. Zay got in the water, and they tossed him the ball. As the ball... What does it say? The pass from Nina came in so quick and so hard that it completely skipped over Zay's hands and hit him right on the nose. Zay didn't want to look weak, so he decided to not make a big deal of it. Are you okay? Nina. Sorry. Yeah, are you okay? Nina asked Zay. Yep, no problem. Zay's nose got so red he looked like Rudolph. Despite being nervous and, quite frankly, embarrassed by having the ball hit him right in the nose from the very beginning, Zay decided to give it another try. When he called for the pass from Nina, she passed the ball just as hard as the first, and this time, although he couldn't catch the ball, at least it didn't hit him in the nose. Zay, at this point, was starting to feel very self-conscious. Nina's teammates weren't exactly encouraging him either. It's okay, Zay. You'll get much better at this. I believe in you, Nina said to Zay. Thanks, Nina. You're my best friend, Zay replied. After about ten minutes of the water polo practice, Zay could start his nose feel the swell from the initial hit earlier in the practice. He didn't want to seem weak in front of his new team, so he had to come up with a different excuse than just injury. Internally, Zay asked himself, 
what could I come up with right now to get me out of this water? Zay thought about it, basically as if practice wasn't even going on. Zay kept thinking to himself, medical emergency? No, can't be a medical emergency. A school report being due? Maybe. The best excuse that Zay could come up with was simply that he had to go to the bathroom. Zay yelled at Coach Pratt. Coach Pratt, I have a bathroom emergency. I really need to get out of the water. Coach Pratt looked very confused at Zay. Well, you don't have to say it twice, Zay. Go to the bathroom. Zay was very relieved to know that he could tend to his battered and bruised nose. As he got out of the water, he went to the bathroom and looked at how big his nose had swollen up. His nose was at least twice the size of how he saw it earlier in the morning. Hmm, this is not looking good. Maybe I should just skip practice. But again, the idea of not looking weak came into Zay's head. He didn't want to disappoint his teammates, but he didn't want to continue to play if it meant he was going to get more hurt. Nonetheless, Zay decided to get out of the bathroom and back into the water. As Zay got in the water, a subtle thought entered his mind. He wanted to be rowing right now with Nina, not playing water polo. Zay approached Nina in the pool, almost embarrassed. Uh, coach, um, if it's okay with you, I don't want to interrupt your practice, Zay spoke timidly. Oh, don't worry, Zay. We all know how competitive you are. Before getting out of the pool, Zay swam over to Nina and made a gesture with his eyes urging her to get out of the pool. Nina did so, and as they both stood at the corner of the pool, Zay asked Nina if they could go rowing again. Nina was shocked. Weren't you going to practice? She asked, confused. Zay explained, I thought you meant rowing in the same direction I was. I didn't realize you meant we were going to row against each other. Nina laughed. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. I'll do better next time. Zay's heart sank. You're not mad or anything? Nina laughed again and gently patted Zay on the shoulder. Sure, let's get to the water, Zay. Nina and Zay ran out of practice. Coach Pratt was confused, but was happy that his star player was being more spontaneous. <laughs> Zay and Nina arrived at the beach, both feeling euphoric and happy they were back to their happy place, where they met only a short while ago. Once they reached the shore, Nina helped Zay put on his wetsuit, then they both prepared their surfboards. Here comes the biggest wave of the day, Zay shouted excitedly. Nina was confused. Zay clearly said he wanted to go rowing, not surfing. He's the one that brought up rowing. The two of them began to paddle toward the horizon. Zay's heart was racing fast, and his excitement grew as they rode further out to sea. The ocean was so beautiful, Zay couldn't help but smile. 
Nina looked at Zay with a puzzled look. Is everything all right? Zay replied, yeah, I'm having so much fun rowing with you. Nina's heart melted. She knew the truth. Zay was nervous, and he was trying to keep up his end of the deal. Nina understood that what was happening, and she was delighted with how considerate Zay was. And that's the end of that story. It just ends there. And it actually ends with like a little excerpt that says, This is an example of how we can use hobbies to connect with others. The goal is to find someone that shares our passions. We must remember that people are more than just their job titles or responsibilities. So then I have a second short story. And I, I love that one. I, the story of Nina and Zay. That was that was pretty fun, I gotta say. I hope you guys like that one. So, the second short story, AI generated as well, of course, starts off the exact same way as the first one did. So here we go. A girl sat in her rowboat, enjoying a peaceful day at sea. She sat in her rowboat thinking about the peaceful waters and the beautiful weather. The sun was shining brightly, and there were no clouds to block it out. She couldn't have asked for better weather. But then she saw something strange off in the distance. It looked like a storm cloud. How could the day that was so beautiful for quite literally hours all of a sudden turn so gray, she wondered. She decided to investigate, since it seemed as though the storm was coming, so she paddled over towards the ominous-looking cloud. When she got closer, she noticed that the storm cloud was actually made up of rice patties, or mud cakes, for those who don't know what they're called. There was a lot more of them than one would think possible. She had never seen such an amount of mud cakes before. Wow, she thought. I wonder how many people make these. Suddenly, a loud rumbling sound came from behind her. She turned around to see a giant wave heading straight for her. She tried to paddle away, but there was no time. The girl didn't panic because she knew that the giant was pe the giant wave was peaceful and was not going to cause her any harm. Just as soon as she thought it, the wave passed by and she felt nothing. Then it hit her again. This time it was even bigger, and this time it was much harder to survive. The water was getting higher and higher. She could see her boat was rising and rising. Soon enough, her rowboat was in the top of the mountains. The mountain peaks that looked so huge when the water was at normal levels now were at eye level. She was quite literally floating among mountains. She couldn't believe it. Now she was really scared because she wasn't sure if she would be able to get back to the sea. She decided to stay calm and just wait. Her boat began to sink slowly into the ground. She didn't want to go under, but she didn't have much choice. She sank deeper and deeper until suddenly she fell asleep. She woke up to find herself 
still on top of the mountain, but she wasn't in her boat anymore. She was somewhere else altogether. She looked around and realized that she was in a cave. It was dark, yet somehow she could still see. She walked cautiously around the caves, and step echoed, every step echoed loudly. Where am I? she wondered. As she continued to walk, she heard voices. They sounded like multiple people talking at once. She listened closely to hear what they were saying, and after several minutes, she finally understood what they were saying. It's been too long. We need to do something, one boy said. But we don't have enough people to help. What should we do? Another responded. Suddenly, she heard a roar. She turned around to see a big lion coming for her. The lion roared again, and she ran as fast as she could. As she ran, she tripped over a rock and crashed onto the floor. The lion, with a menacing face, began to smile and laugh. The lion was friendly. The lion licked her face and just wanted cuddles. After a while, he left, and she fell asleep. She woke up in the same cave, but this time she was in a bed. She sat up in a surprise. What happened? She wondered. Then she remembered the lion and how he saved her. She smiled happily. She had never met a creature like him before. She laughed and laughed. She just couldn't stop laughing. Eventually she stopped, and her laughter turned into tears. Why did she have to come all the way to the mountain? Wasn't she supposed to go home? Why did she have to leave all that she knew behind her? She needed to get back home and tell her parents about the wonderful adventure she had had. So she got dressed, filled her bag with food, and started walking. All the while she kept telling herself that she would never forget the story of the big lion. She would share with her family and friends so they could all be happy just like she was. After a few days of hiking, she arrived at the village where she lived. All her brothers and sisters greeted her lovingly. She told them all about the adventures she had had and about how she had missed them terribly. They hugged her and held her tightly, but she didn't seem to mind. Now you must go home, they said to her. She nodded her head happily. Goodbye, she said. I'll be back soon. She gave each of her family members a light hug and hurried out of the village. She walked all night, and in the next morning she stumbled upon a small house. It was made of straw and mud. It was a tiny little home, but it was perfect for her. She went inside and fell asleep. When she awoke, she found a small baby sleeping in the crib. She picked him up and smiled, and the child smiled back. She rocked him gently and sang a song. Her son liked the song so much that when he grew up, he decided to write music. He traveled far and wide and eventually became known as the king of music, and his songs are sung around the world. This is the story of how the first song was written. <laughs> and there you have it. Those are the wonderful little AI-generated stories. I think this tool is better than the one I used 
last time, to be honest. I think this one was pretty good, if you ask me. The second story was pretty wonky in terms of, like, the premise, and it really jumped. The first one was pretty concise, right? You have your, basically your two protagonists, so it made sense. But anyway, I'm enjoying these. I plan on doing at least a couple more. I like to see what uh, the AI generator can come up with. Questions, comments, concerns, you can always reach me at hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. And that's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening, and take care.